Welcome to episode 15 of the Rocket Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Wilk, and today I'm joined by... Rona. I'm Andres. I play bass. I'm Nick. I play guitar and do some vocals. I'm Luca. I play the drums and I do some vocals. Awesome. So you guys are an indie band, right? So would you say, like, the scene for bands similar to you in Florida is, like, alive and well, or are you guys, like, kind of loners in your local music scene? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I would say it's definitely thriving in a way, because Tampa's really different in that aspect. Like, we have a lot of different music in this area. Yeah. Um, everything is definitely really spread out, because when you say, like, the Tampa music scene, it's not, like, just the city of Tampa. It's also, like, St. Pete. It's, uh, you know, the Clearwater area. It's obviously the nearby Tampa area, too. But it's, like, th- three counties put together. So it's yeah. a lot of people in a very spread-out fashion. Um, so they're, that makes for, like, a lot of different genre styles. A lot of, uh, you know, different bands overall. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, like everybody kind of supports each other in a way. I mean, you don't have a lot of the scenes mixing as much, but there's definitely people that do go between different music, uh, music scenes and support a lot of bands. So I don't know. It could be just really different. It's not as if it's like we're loners in a sense with the style of music, but it's not as if it's like the scene is just focused on that style of music. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of cool because like, indie rock is like an overarching <clears throat> genre thing is like there's right. so many subgenres of it that all these bands that are really just like considered like chill rock music they really have all these different subgenres like everyone doesn't really sound the same so yeah. it's cool when like all these chill bands can play together and everyone still sounds pretty different from one another yeah but having that overarching like all oh, this is like clearly the indie rock scene when you really get into it, there's, like, all these bands actually sound very different from each other. Yeah, there's a lot of different influences behind a very similar style of music, which makes it cool, and they all get along and show love. It's cool. The one thing that is cool for, for like, us, we kind of came from, like, the hardcore punk scene, and, like, we still have some of that in our music as well, so we are, like, one of the few, like, chiller bands in the Tampa scene that, like, plays with hardcore bands and, like, all the type of shows as well, so... We kind of, in, in that aspect, it's unique for us to be able to do that, too. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. And yeah. so being influenced by hardcore, how do you think that has, like, shaped the way you guys write your music and the way you perform on stage, everything you do? So, volume. Yeah. Volume. <laughs> yeah. lots, of, lots of energy. Like. Yeah, definitely a lot with, like, the way that we want to interact with, like, the audience, too, because... Mm-hmm in the hardcore scene you have so much just in hardcore metal music in general or it doesn't even have to be that too just you know anything that just has that high energy output uh for seeing you know live music you have such an engaging uh audience and an engaging like atmosphere that you create with that audience Uh, you really want to just like push them to their limits and you kind of want the audience to do the same for you you know you want people barreling on top of each other and jumping on top of each other to try and grab the mic and scream words at each other and stuff. So it's, it's really cool. And we really like, you know, just appreciate coming from that and being in that kind of 
environment growing up, it really shapes like the way you want to have that connection with people. Yeah, we, we try to have the like hardcore punk, like DIY ethos as well. Like we always view like the audience as equals to us. Like whenever we have that like hardworking mentality as well that a lot of hardcore punk bands is, have as well. So yeah, it's good totally that we right. came from that for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's interesting to see like coming from that like hardcore type music that you guys have like such a different sounding vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah some of the like sonically it doesn't like influence as much but you know we still have like some like heavy-ish parts we like to use distortion and stuff still so it sonically influences a little bit but it's more so like in the performance and then how we kind of carry the band as well yeah yeah i mean a big part of punk in general is the attitude so yeah exactly we definitely have well, the punk, punk rock attitude <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome so from what I've read, you guys have been best friends your whole lives. Um, so how do you think that like impacts your band dynamic and the way you work together? Um, it makes it really easy because at the end of the day, like we're all good friends. We've all known each other for a long time. So like we can be super honest with each other. And mm -hmm. like it just makes writing music more of like a growing like bonding thing. Yeah. Whereas like if we were like hired on musicians playing for this one person that runs the whole band, maybe that dynamic wouldn't be the same, you know, yeah. but it's definitely right. like a group unit effort that we all are growing together as musicians as well. Definitely makes everybody like care and have like, feel like they're just as invested as every other member in the band too at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Where yeah. With not having that group dynamic, like Dre is saying it, you know, could create some disinterest along the way. If you know, and, their group you're playing with. Um, so thankfully, you know, we don't really have to ever feel like we're going to deal with that. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I think that's important with a band to kind of like have that balance where like no one's, no one's really like the star of the show. That makes yeah. sense. You're all, yeah. you're all working. Fully. No, sure. Nobody's a rock star here. Yeah. <laughs> and we always try to like have fun with it. Like we do take it seriously and we work hard, but like at the end of the day, we still just like having fun with it. Yeah, definitely. So if you could describe your band in three words, what would that be? Each of us get three words or each of us one word? You can, you can each have three words. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's an abundance. Yeah. Um, Luca goes first. Uh, I can't think right now. Silly. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> uh, direction, I guess. What? I <laughs> So, are they so far, are they supposed to connect to a statement or a sentence? Okay. okay, so yeah, we're, we're funny dudes. We focus on direction and homies. I, yeah. <laughs> okay, so right. for me, Go. Yeah. I'd say uh, personal, um, rocking, energetic. All right, I'm going to use big boy words here. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. I'm not that smart. Um, <laughs> adrenaline, um, creativity, and love. Yeah. Good one. Okay. <laughs> We're going to use all these as, like, merch now. It's just going to be all these random words <laughs> on our future merch. <laughs> yeah, I want a whole shirt. Right. Funny, silly dudes, God. direction. Testosterone. <laughs> Testosterone. <laughs> Love. <laughs> Love. That's so. great. 
each pinpoint one album that has changed your life uh, musically, personally, whatever you so choose, what album would you say? Oh, man, that's like asking a dad whose favorite kid is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you go first. Uh, just oh, oh, dude. Uh, all right, I won't take so serious. Um, um, the, it's called Welcome to the Hills by Yusuf Days. Do that one. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to pick two just because there's like a reason for each one. One Got would it. be Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, just because that was like the first album I remember hearing as like a little kid and like that really like shaping my enjoyment for music. And mm -hmm. then more recently, as I was older, probably to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. That was like one of the first like hip hop funk fusion albums that like I heard that like absolutely was just mind boggling. I, like every aspect of it was just an album that like blew my mind away and really like helped me grow and to appreciate music more. So those two for me. Um, man, it's gonna be hard, but I'm just gonna go with like recently, just in a sense of like where my head's been at in like the guitar realm. Um, probably more like Mars Volta, um, Francis the Mute, because I, I just really love how they take so many different layers of music and have so much chaos in it, but also so much like punctuality and like making sure the instruments fit where they need to fit and just making sure that every piece of the music has a reason for being there, but it's also very expressive and just all over the place sort of thing. Awesome. And just after, just a couple days after the release of this episode, you guys will be releasing a new single. Uh, so talk a bit about that. Uh, so the song's called Renew, and it's just like a one-off single that we recorded ourselves. Kind of had it like on the back burner for a little while, and then we revisited it like halfway through the pandemic and basically kind of reshaped it, made it a little bit better, and recorded it, mixed it ourselves, had our friend Austin Coop master it, and then a good friend of ours, Cameron, did the music video as well. So kind of was like a long process of just one song, but it's going to be nice to finally have it out. Yeah. It's definitely something we were just like, man, we need to get, you know, our heads in the right place while this pandemic's going on and just kind yeah. of do something with our time. And we really didn't have the idea of, like, rushing it. So yeah. it's something it we're really – it was one of the good ones to actually take the time and try to do it ourselves yeah. too, just for the nature of the song. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really exciting to be able to put out a release where it's like, you feel like you didn't have to rush any step of the way to do it. Yeah. It's like an old song to at least me personally, like I've heard it like a million times now since we've had it around for a while, but it's going to be nice. Like just putting it out to the world, giving it like a fresh kind of new approach to it. Yeah. As like, uh, an up-and-coming rock band, if you will. Um, how has the pandemic kind of stifled your growth as a band, or has it not? And how have you pushed past that? Um, do you have anything to say it, about it? What it stifled in one way, we just tuned the energy into other equally important things that we could do right now. Yeah. I think it also would really stifle this because for the longest time, um, especially right before the pandemic, we were starting to figure out like the best way for us to connect with people. And we realized that it just came down to the most simple, 
idea of just playing shows and really interacting and making friends with people and, yeah. you know, giving people memorable experience and a good one as well. So losing the factor of like, that was our biggest strength um, kind of made us think a little bit differently. Like, all right, well, let's reflect on what worked best, like what sound that we explore worked best for connecting with people and that we enjoyed best with people. So we kind of worked on writing music with doing that, but also we really had to adapt with like, what can we do that isn't obviously an in-person attempt at connecting with people um, right. that we can do to help grow. So we really kind of had to stray away from that and focus on you know, the latter. Yeah, I think it was like they were kind of saying the downside was not having shows anymore, which was like our biggest strength like kind of that was our favorite thing to do too was like getting that in-person yeah. connection so that kind of went away but it was good because then we had a lot of time to write all this new music that we've been working on so had a lot of time to really focus and write some of the best stuff that we've made so far and then i just kind of took it upon myself to like figure out ways to just grow online like i know a lot of bands just kind of like you either had to go silent and like you have nothing to post about or like grow online at all, or you kind of figure out how this new like landscape of music is working and luckily right. kind of decent at like figuring out TikTok and stuff and made a lot of good fans on there. So our music was like still able to, we weren't totally stagnant or like under yeah. because of that. So we were able to make some good connections online still just from using social media and stuff. Yeah, which thank God someone in the band has the drive to do that because <laughs> I could never figure that stuff out, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a whole it's a whole other world trying to figure out social media. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like too into doing music to where it's like, man, you know. Some people are just like better at it than others too. I mean, like even a lot of online artists like this past year was like their best year yet because they were just really able to blow up online and like do yeah. well with stuff but for like a smaller local band like us it was just good to like at least get some growth online and mm -hmm. start to get some attention even given that we haven't even released music since the beginning of 2020 so yeah. it was good yeah. to have some growth without even having much new releases until this coming up week and a half now so yeah and i think probably the most important thing when trying to like i guess make it in the music industry um, is social media like most of the bands nowadays the ones that are blowing up are blowing up because of things like tiktok and growing mm -hmm. social media. that's for sure yeah especially when you know something like this happened where like a lot of times people judge it by like oh can your band pull a show like not even like social media numbers don't matter but now that that's was thrown out the window for the mm -hmm. past year it's like oh your online presence really does actually matter a lot yeah. so yeah now when things will be coming back we'll have a good balance of both and yeah. it'll just kind of help resonate for both of them definitely so if you could tour with any band what would be your dream tour lineup Ooh. don't hit me with the first one all right so uh, uh, all right this I is just like stress people out with questions that's so fun this could be like a huge I'm going to do two, two tour packages. So one would be um, Tame Impala headlining <laughs> and then um, like some other cool band, like I don't even know, like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and then us opening for them. 
And then another one that would just be like more on like the alt rock side. It would be really sick if it was just like citizen turnover Rona, like something like that would just be incredible to me yeah. that those two sides of things. Awesome. I'm going to go to the dad rock roots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> doing a show with Queens of the Stone Age would be yeah. freaking dope oh, because yeah. they are just one of the coolest live bands ever. They're so much fun to watch and mm-hmm. obviously like, have made their place in in music history at this point. So just just them or I I oh, say do I need Queens, a whole whole tour package Queens Mars yeah. Volta Rona how about that Sure sure yeah <laughs> I think something with Turnstile would be dope Oh, oh um, yeah oh yeah that or like if you're going huge like the Chili Peppers or something that's mm-hmm. like out out yeah. of range for now but maybe not so yeah. much. hopefully they're not too old yeah. <laughs> by the time <laughs> we actually <laughs> yeah, roll them. do it. Dude, we got to roll them out on wheelchairs. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're still pretty shredded. Yeah, they're, they're in good how shape. How old they are, they're still pretty shredded. They're in good shape. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ready for another hard question? <laughs> uh, no, I like these. Yeah, I like these. <laughs> what are your three desert island items? Ah. Ooh. Oh. Like for survival or it's just like, oh, you're going to die on that island. What do you want to have with you so you can... Yeah, are we Enjoy for sure dying, or are we like yeah. going castaway full time? Am I trying? Am I trying, or am I settling into my my demise? I mean, however you want to interpret it. So just go for uh, it. <laughs> I'm gonna go survival. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so a knife. You know, just because you need a knife, a flare gun, so I can get saved, and then um, I do a fishing pole, man. Yeah, I need I need a fishing pole so I can eat. Yeah, that's smart. I I'd say especially if we're all on the island at the same time and we each get three items, I'd go with what he has: some kind of fire starting device, a water filter, and water filter <laughs> yeah like one of those paracord bracelets or something like that you can use to tie things or like a machete maybe yeah maybe a machete if fly. all of us are on the island i'm definitely gonna eat you first oh good luck bro <laughs> i'm not going out without a fight all right i'm gonna not take this as literal and go with just like <laughs> this is you're gonna die enjoy yourself that's a nick yeah that's yeah all right He's um solid mentally <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to take my Martin out there. <laughs> um, hmm. Probably a good bottle of bourbon. Nice. Hey. Just because, like, you know, you're going to die. You might as well enjoy <laughs> it. Um, and then, oh, man, I don't know. Well, I, I can't take electronics out there, so it's kind of pointless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say like pedals or something or like a synth, but that's not gonna a work. Synth. Yeah. What about like a really nice lounge chair? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. I'm gonna go with what he said. A this nice is cozy lounge ever. chair. Dude. Not even a beach chair, dude. I'll full on sofa that dude, reclines. That is just <laughs> so I can sit back and just enjoy my death. That's a good vibe. You're just on the beach, bonfire, <laughs> lounge chair, whiskey, acoustic guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hit some spiritual state and just yeah. fast for like two years and be fine. <laughs> Survive I'm only off the bourbon. Dude, no, you're absorbing energy from the sun. Oh. Just drink, drink water. Oh my in the God. Air. Okay. Solid. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so if people could know one thing about each of you or as a band collectively, what would you want that to be? Um, 
I would just say that, you know, um, we're just four dudes just doing this for the love of music, no other reason. Yeah. Um, and just for the love of people. Like, we just love connecting with people and we love playing music. And that's really the end goal out of all of it. Um, you know, that we don't ever want people, if they're ever seeing us at a show or, you know, anything along those lines, like not to be afraid or intimidated by the fact that, you know, it's a band and we're playing music. Like at the end of the day, just we're people and we just want to, you know, have that connection. That's really it. Yeah. yeah. Same. I, I think I would want people to, even if we ever like took off to just view us as equals and like that, hey, if we're doing this thing, we make music, you can also do this as well if that's something you want to pursue and like view us as as equals like we're yeah. just average dudes doing music yeah. because we that, like it, that, you know? yeah. that goes for other bands too like because a huge thing with music is like other bands feel intimidated by other bands sometimes which, yeah i mean yeah. i can understand especially when you're younger but at the end of the day like we just appreciate other people's art and we want to support other bands just as much as you know we would like that reciprocated so yeah it's really just at the end of the day just just love and connection with people you know Mm -hmm. yeah enjoying yeah. that experience that gets people hyped and have a good time and make them feel comfortable and doing that themselves too mm -hmm. yeah. yeah awesome so where can people find you on social media everything is at rona music it's r-o-h-n-a and then music and it's pretty much everywhere we have you know instagram tiktok twitter facebook all our music is on every streaming platform spotify apple music and uh you can even listen to it in a tesla you can oh it's yeah. it is on the tesla radio thing that they have so nice. we got it everywhere so if anyone out there owns a tesla tesla radio bump it, please <laughs> bump it and send us a video because yeah. i want to see our song playing in a tesla <laughs> yeah. love that well that's uh mostly what i wanted to talk about today is there anything else you guys want to include um no i mean i guess check out the new song when it comes out keep up with us on social media because we'll be releasing a lot of new music this year but other than that feel free to always message us in chat we love talking to people yeah we're not like one of those bands that follows zero people we, we like to interact <laughs> with our audience we're not too cool <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome thank you guys for joining me today i hope hope you enjoyed <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Rockin' Interviews podcast. Tune in next week for the next episode.